Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do you aspire to be an entrepreneur, to build your own business, to leave a legacy behind? If you want to know how to get started or if you're already on your journey and want some help on how to tackle the challenges you're facing, this show is for you. Here at Be Your Own Boss, we hear from entrepreneurs about their stories, some very practical tips and some inspiration. It's time to get started. The movie Rocket Singh inspired me a lot. There is a dialogue in that movie, if you remember. Log important and numbers me. Log aayenge to numbers apne ab badeenge. So ideally, when you have the gist for the customer service, you know uh, whatever business you do, not just food business, but any business, any line of business you do, give the app customer service to people, you know. And definitely, your numbers are gonna increase. Welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Boss. Our guest this week is. Kaushik Ayengar a finance professional who started his own restaurant Kaushik was born in Salem Tamil Nadu India and raised in Mumbai and his father was an Indian railways employee and mother a homemaker so without much of an uh, a business background at home he still managed to uh, venture into the business Let's hear from him about his story. Kaushik, thank you so much for taking our time and joining us here on the Be Your Own Boss podcast. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Sachin. Uh, thank you for you know providing this opportunity. Uh, Kaushik, let's start with your uh, childhood. You grew up in Mumbai, and um, and I, since I know you personally, I know you have a brother, Arvind, and uh, so you and Arvind growing up uh, in Mumbai. Did you already have aspirations back then that you want to start your own business one day? Uh, no, never. I mean, like uh, you know, growing up in, from a middle class family, so this was never on the cards. Uh, education, you know, completing education, and as usual, you can say is like going to a work uh, that has a very secured life uh, for your future. That was the only goal or only aim. Uh, that came up to our mind. So, growing up uh, in Mumbai, uh, a typical middle-class family, uh, we didn't have much of aspirations as such. You know, just completing the education, uh, going to school, back home, playing with friends. That was the only thing that was in our mind. Till we completed graduation, like you won't believe that this thought of being an entrepreneur came only when I had my uh, corporate working experience for more than ten years. Yes. Interesting. So, uh, once you finished your schooling, was that commerce, science? What did you take after that? Yeah, I, I did commerce. I'm, I'm a commerce graduate, and post completing my uh, graduation, you know, I also tried my hands uh, venturing into a chartered accountancy inter level. I gave sincerely all five attempts, but successfully oh, wow. failed in those all five attempts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, And then I thought, okay, uh, enough is enough. Now we need to, you know, make some money and support our family because 
being you know in mumbai it's not easy to run a family of four that's true so so then you decided to drop your plans of becoming a chartered accountant and uh, started yeah. looking for a job yeah, yeah. my yeah. first job was uh, in a chartered accountancy firm plus you can say uh, i started with a meager salary of 1800 rupees I'm like i used to travel from rombivli to fort and they used to reimburse me my second class pass so it was at a point of time it was like wow Uh, my firm is providing me uh, travel and uh, travel reimbursement expenses. I was very uh, excited at, at that point of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is we're talking about the late nineties, right? Two thousand and five, early two thousands. Oh, two thousand and five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm going by my age. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah i mean in in uh, as of 2005 around that time you know just for the listeners who are not familiar with the uh, with india of uh, 2005 1800 was a very small amount so and you were tra- commuting all the way from uh, dombivli to fort so that's like a, um, a couple of hours uh, one way commute right on an average yeah yeah and uh, so then you started in the ca firm as uh, as a clerk mm-hmm. and how did yeah. the uh, how did your professional life grow after that uh, i worked there for uh, almost 2 years and uh, you know i gained some experience in accounting uh, bookkeeping and uh, only the part of direct taxation there are two types of taxation direct and indirect taxation so i also got uh, a hands on on the direct taxation you know that helped me that learning helped me to you know to work start working actually in a corporate uh, right from the year 2007 so i started my first corporate journey from icca bank which is again situated in lower parel so again it, i used to travel Daily or like all six days. At that point of time, it was not a Saturday Sunday off. It was not that kind of corporate culture. So I used to travel from yeah. Dombivli to Lower Surrey, Mumbai complex. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, six days a week. Uh, we used to work six days a week back then, and uh, it it was a given, right? Commuting yeah. an hour or two one way was uh, was normal. There was nothing uh, new. Now we yeah. talk about it like this, but uh, back then this was the norm. And uh, so you you joined ICICI Bank. Yeah, in two thousand seven. and uh, i worked there almost for uh, one and a half years and then i switched to state street center which is in uh, investment banking so in there i worked uh, for asset reconciliation for more than 2 years then again i you know hopped the job and i got into the actual mnc sector if you can to say so e clinical works was one of the uh, companies it's a healthcare it company us healthcare it company which is into electronic medical records and uh, health records so this was the only company that where i had a stint of more than 6 and a half years 
so initially you were job hopping a lot you know just within a year or, yep. or two and then you said yep. started staying longer in this company right so yep. as as you started growing in your career you know from from a clerk and you know over uh, over to uh, icici bank and then to mncs uh, multinational companies and at what point did you get this you know when you said like after working for 10 years is when you started to get the idea of even becoming how did that happen what is what was that transition when you what that made you think that you want to be an entrepreneur uh in the year 2000 and mid mid 2015 you know somewhere down the line i felt that okay uh now i have always already worked for 10 years now so what next you know or what after see age at the age of 40 what after after the age of uh, 42 or 43 i'm like do i still go ahead and travel four hours a day and start working or i want to have something that needs to be set aside as a side income even if i'm working so right in 2016 i had this uh, plan of becoming an entrepreneur but uh, you know i took time i took a back seat but because i wanted to have more experience into dealing with people uh, you know uh, building communication channels through different different uh, companies corporates or even my uh, local people so i took a back seat for around 2 years you know for this plan and eventually when we chalked out uh, we ideally felt that ideally 2020 would have been the best year but unfortunately we did we were not able to because of the pandemic else this would have happened in 2020 itself yeah yeah so uh, i mean uh, 2020 was the year like you know the whole world was like looking forward to big changes and uh, and the pandemic hit yep. um so back then when you were starting to you know get this idea that you want to start on your own now and uh, you know be your own boss one of the motivations looks like was to buy back your time because you were spending a lot of time commuting and uh, you know exactly. dedicated to work so you wanted to buy back your time did you have any uh, any specific ideas of like what kind of business you wanted to go into yes uh, it's a very interesting question uh, and like uh, you know i love cooking uh, being at home uh, on the weekends uh, i usually like cooking some or the other dishes uh, so cooking is like something that is close to my heart and like i you know try to experiment different things uh, by watching it through youtube channels or reading through recipes or no creating something on own that uh, out of the available items at the house so cooking and uh, serving food to the family members is what i like usually and i do it on the weekends so food was the plan or the idea that was already in mind right from the year 2015 that i ventured into food business right so on the on the career side you were into finance uh, and on you know in your personal time you had this passion for cooking and uh, yeah so 
uh, and when when you said you know when you uh, decided to like start your business right when you thought of this idea so apart from the passion um was there any other influence like you know uh, anybody else uh, doing or some books or some movies or anything that uh, kind of made that uh, like pushed you towards uh, wanting to start on your own uh definitely yes. uh the movie rocket singh inspired me a lot there is a dialogue in that movie if you remember uh log important and numbers nahi log aayenge to numbers apne aap badhenge so ideally when you have the gist for the customer service today you you know uh, whatever business you do not just food business but any business any line of business you do give the app customer service to people you know and definitely your numbers are going to not now not today but definitely tomorrow or day after tomorrow or next week or next week, whatever it is so customer service is i feel even uh, from i i'll just quote an example over here you buy any service the uh, it may be telecom service say what of an idea or airtel or you buy of the any subscription service anything customer service is a big flop in india that is what i believe because you never get a resolution for it quickly mm-hmm. and this being the business i when we come face to face face to face with the customers right it gives you an opportunity to have a better customer service provide with a better customer service yeah yeah in in the restaurant business you are like you're directly interacting with your customers and uh, you have that uh, opportunity to create that customer delight and customer experience yes right and also uh, you know you get to build a huge amount of network and it can happen only and only through people interaction face to face interaction yeah that's true so when uh, when you were uh, you know uh, planning to start your business and you decided that okay food is my passion i'm going to start something in food what about the you know financials there you know what kind of in- investments you needed and uh, yep. and you already ha- you were working so you already had a you know salary coming in so what was your plan that if you quit your job how did you manage that <laughs> uh, actually the plan uh, i have already a partner uh, like we know since i started with eclinical works so we were working in the same team and we already have uh, had a plan so the plan was like uh, you know uh, once we start once we start this so uh, we were discussing a lot on these friends you know what to do you know, what can and as a business line you know there were multiple options in front of us but we still didn't we still didn't want to um, you know burn our fingers uh, in the line of business that we didn't completely like we were completely unaware of for example let us say we are also thinking of stationery you know having procuring these things on a wholesale price and selling it uh, to students or even have a stationery like uh, even though it might be a stationery shop but we would uh, tie up with different uh, institutions for online uh, say for example competitions uh, advertisements so we were thinking on that front as well but 
you know we were not aware of those facts i mean like uh, we didn't have much knowledge of the stationary uh, thing so we didn't pour into it so we did a lot of brainstorming and we came up that the most simplest way of starting on your own is the food bit even though it may be a small uh, shop but it's a good thing i mean like it's a very easiest thing to start with the only challenge we would face is the hiring a chef hiring hiring staff uh, yeah chef okay. and uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. so when we started out you know mm. when we we discussed finalized our draft I mean, the plan okay let's start then we started searching different options uh, we were thinking should we start it on our own or should we go ahead and buy a franchise I mean, like do a franchise model so we also read through different franchise models that came across but you know the cost of a franchise model is too high uh, including the royalty so we came across this zippy feet that is our cafe so at that point of time uh, their franchise cost was uh, too low uh, because even they started during the year 2017 uh, as a small uh, outlet but uh they also you know were shut for almost one and a half years during the pandemic that is 2020 to 2021 and when they restarted uh, like we approached them uh, by that time they already had more than 15 outlets in and around mumbai uh, and that's when we approached them and we finalized the deal uh, no royalty uh, This is the only franchise that has no royalty. Uh, the charges no royalty to us. So we thought that's a good thing. So at least to start with, so maybe let's see like down the line two, two, three years. If we are able to sustain this, we can also start something on our own apart from this franchise. Mm-hmm. Got it. So Kaushik, uh, go- going one step back, right? You said you found Zippy Feed on which platform? Where? Uh, what was that? The name of the platform? Facebook, you said? And, Instagram. Facebook, oh, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. Okay. 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 So you were looking for options, and you were looking for, and and Zippy Feed uh, posted an ad saying that they are looking for uh, franchisees. Yeah. So. You you decided that you want to start, and you know you you chose Zippy Feed as your uh, preferred. You know you want to take a franchise of Zippy Feed, right? So yeah. Zippy Feed did not. You said Zippy Feed did not have a, uh, a royalty fees that you had to pay them. But what was it that you you had to pay them something, right? So what was that? Uh, how does it work? Like, you know? Uh, see, usually the franchise model, uh, food business franchise model. Uh, how does it work? There are different kinds of models. I'll just put one or two of them. One is where, uh, like, ninety-five percent of the franchises what they do is they charge a franchise fee, uh, and they also charge a royalty on your sales and not on profit. Because, for example, if you don't start earning profit down the line six six months to one year, and like they won't get anything. So usually their royalty is on sale. This is one thing. Second thing is uh, there is a franchisee model who charges franchisee fee and a royalty on your profit because they will already have an established brand name. 
uh, they provide 24 by 7 staffing. I mean, like uh, at any given point of time, if one of your staff leaves, it's an immediate replacement within 24 hours itself. So these kind of uh, franchisee models they charge royalty on profits. So Zipi doesn't charge any royalty fee, but they have franchisee fee, and the raw materials mostly uh, needs to be procured from them, where they have already have their uh, the unit in New Bombay. So our raw materials come from them. So this is a franchisee fee plus it's a kind of subscription kind of thing, a monthly raw materials that we purchase. Hmm. And the and the franchise fee is a percentage of your uh, sales that you have to pay them, or is it like a no, fixed it's a one fee upfront upfront payment? Oh, it's a upfront payment one time fee. Okay, got it, got it. So how did you uh, how did you fund that? You so and and you and your partner, right? So between you and your partner, yeah. How did you fund that? Yeah. It is out of our own savings uh, from salary, so we funded it fifty fifty, okay. and any expenses that saved uh, up after uh, till the implementation and setup, it was a like phase wise payment. For example, say fifty percent on fifty percent upfrontly, and a remainder fifty percent will be on completion of the implementation and the setup of uh, the franchise. Hmm. Right, so. And so you you started with that fifty percent upfront fee, and yep. there was like was there the did they have the location already or you chose a location and said here's where we want to set up your cafe. Uh, so actually, location is based uh, on the person who you know buys the franchise. For example, uh, ideally the location should be. Uh, uh, within the city limits, for example, it it, it should not be uh, like inside uh, the urban or rural area wherein the business cannot be projected to pick up. For example, say if I uh, buy a franchise and set it across somewhere in Thadavli or Kokoli, I mean, like we never know. So, but Dombivili, uh, we chose our own location where we stay and like within the Limits of say three to four kilometers because it would be easy to manage, you know, and to travel and manage the cafe, so that whenever there is a requirement, we can just travel to the cafe or restaurant and manage it. So from managing perspective, uh, you know, they usually give your your location itself. They ask us to choose the location, and then they come and inspect the location with regards to the vicinity that they can cover. And they give a radius. For example, so you cannot have uh, say if someone, some other person wants to purchase a ZPP franchise. Okay, so he or she cannot purchase a franchise. There is already a ZPP franchise within that say six to eight kilometers or ten ten kilometers because it will hamper the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't want to like self compete. So. So they they had yeah. they had certain criteria, but you you chose the place right. and so yeah. the, the location. Did you have to then? I mean, you you bought that you took that shop on rent or uh, yeah. and then you paid the rent for the yeah. shop. Uh, yes, yes. Actually, we did the entire location scout. Uh, we even uh, you know did the location scout till Palawa. I mean, this Kilpatta Road, Palawa, 
and we also had many other options with regards to lower rent but what we wanted is we need to have we need to set up uh, these kind of business in such a place where there is uh, another market is near you need to have a very good visibility to your cafe so we chose this location uh, we finalized the deal and then yeah the rent is on us like we we pay the rent see you pay the rent so yeah. you at at the at the onset first you paid the uh, you know the oh, 50% of the franchise fees yeah and yeah. then you look for a place you decided you know this is the place you want to uh, rent for the, the the shop now you have to pay the deposit and start paying the rent yeah. because the the, the landlord Uh, doesn't care whether you you know set up the shop and start selling or not but you've taken the rent you need to start okay. paying so you, your rent starts exactly. right from day one right yeah yeah and and then you have to set up the place and uh, does that uh, did the zippy feed people come and uh, put their branding and uh, the furniture talk us through that process of like how did you turn an empty shop into the cafe that you have today Yeah. So uh, usually, what happens in this kind of model is uh, where I stated that you know there are different types of franchise models. So one is where in the franchisee does a complete setup. Uh, for example, right from branding to how the name board should name board of the shop like should look like, you know what kind of furniture it should be. Uh, for example, the theme. There may be any uh, specific theme that 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 particular franchisee follows across. Uh, the location, something like Pan India location. For example, if you see Domino's, it's a it's a Pan India theme. I mean, like there is no change in the theme or logo or something. Uh, even the seating might be same if you see across all locations. But JP uh, Feed provides an option that you have an option uh, as an if you are purchasing the franchise, you have an option. We do provide with uh, the Uh, setup, setup in the sense with machinery, equipment, uh, how your cafe should look like, or uh, with the furniture itself. But they also left us, uh, you know, gave us the option if you have someone, uh, we can do this at a lower cost apart from the franchise. I mean, setup is completely different. If you have someone or if you know the vendors, for example, say deep fryer, or example, say refrigerator. If you have vendors in your known circle, you can provide at a cost. Much lesser than this, then you can do your own. Setup. So we did this setup on our own, including the furniture and all the equipment that we have. Okay, so so you decided the layout and the design of what, like what should go where, where should the counter be, where should the tables be, what part exactly. will be the kitchen, and you know all those uh, things. You you and your fr- uh, friend. Uh, you and your partner decided yeah. all these things. So you you hired an external designer to do all of that. No, no, uh, we did it on our own. I mean, like we just you know planned in accordance with with uh, because to set up a kitchen, uh, you need a chef because chef is the only person who will be in the kitchen for the entire ten ten and hours. So uh, the setup should be such that. Whatever he requires should be the reach of his uh, uh, within his reach, if you say. And he knows best, you know, what he should be where. For example, where should be the deep freezer? 
or where should be the deep fryer or where should be the sandwich machine uh, can sandwich machine and the pizza machine can be on like can they be placed uh, beside each other how it should be or uh, where should be the uh, switchboard i mean like what equipment should be where so that it becomes easy for example if there are multiple orders on say multiple uh, channels for example there might be sandwich order there might be pizza order and there might be a burger order so these three different orders how it should be kept so that even if at the same time the three different orders can be done so the setup is based upon the chef that usually okay so did you hire the chef uh, in i mean once you decided when did you hire the chef uh at the very start uh, the first chef that uh, we had was provided by the franchise itself uh okay. and for a period of 3 months uh, we had the chef and we changed the chef post uh, that due to some or the other reason we had to change the chef post uh, so the second chef we hired it personally through known circles and there are portals known as apnajobs.com so there are n number of applicants on daily so we interviewed Uh, usually what happens is this kind of business just interview won't suffice but you need to have chef come to your restaurant or cafe they need to give you trials on different food yeah. food items for example if you burger burger pizza roll uh, sandwich you know we took the trials and then we finalized hmm. there at, at at this point i wanted to bring one more uh, angle to this right you uh you're a vegetarian yourself right and uh, <laughs> the, the foods that are served are uh, n- n- so the all these yes. trials must have been difficult right was you know because so yes. and to get an idea of like what the um, combination should be or so right. how did you manage that was your is your partner uh, uh, also vegetarian yeah no he's a complete non vegetarian so i had that advantage of you know uh, having the trials and non vegetarians being tested by him <laughs> and vegetarian part is you know managed only <laughs> got it got it so uh, in it, coming back to the chefs right so you, before even you could like set up the place you had to hire the chef so that the chef can is now a part of the part of your uh, cafe now uh, he's involved in designing the kitchen and uh, telling you what goes where uh, in terms of the you know the, the equipments and everything and you had to start paying him salary right before even the yep. revenue starts coming in usually what happens in and here in this uh, restaurant or cafe line is uh, you need to hire the chef fix up the start day for example the december december 1st uh, he or she will start okay and for the month for the current month the salary will be in the next month 15th of the next month usually this is the practice that is widely followed by all the restaurants because uh, you know there is a 15 day period for example let's say if i pay him the salary on first so uh, jan 2023 for december and suddenly if he stops uh, coming from coming to work so what what will 
there is probably because either you create a backup you have two to three chefs who can still manage or you set a cooling period of 15 days between 1 to 15 and pay him salary at a later date so that he doesn't uh, he gives you proper notice of say 15 days or one month and you find the right replacement stay tuned we'll be right back after this short break you're listening to the be your own boss podcast by the way if you find this podcast useful please share it with your friends and family so that someone somewhere having the potential and the dream to start a business can get some help and some inspiration from this and if you'd like to support me so that i can bring in more content please subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to right now and you can also send me your feedback on byob at sachinacharya.com that's byob at sachinacharya.com and now back to the show got it so you hold the salary of the chefs for 15 days you only pay in yeah. so what that means is yeah. the, from the day you hire the chef you've got 45 days to pay his first salary yeah. um yeah so and that's the opportunity there to you know in those 45 days you set up and start running because uh yeah without having the revenues coming in it's difficult to pay the Correct. chefs because they're then you're going to pay from your uh, you know from your pocket okay. so you st- you hired a chef who set up the you know help you right from the beginning what other staff did you have i mean you you need a cleaner you need uh, so tell us about the other staff that you had to hire uh, it's a kitchen helper basically there are uh, three to four different kind of people in a bigger Right. is a very small restaurant. So you need a uh, you need a head chef, you need a assistant chef, you need a kitchen helper, a couple of kitchen helpers, and you need a cleaner uh, who who is for uh, you know cleaning the entire restaurant and uh, managing the other petty stuff. So we have one chef and a helper who take care of the entire cafe. You know even in our absence, right from cleaning cleaning the cafe too. uh you know maintaining uh, even uh, the cash collection part uh, managing the pay to the software part and that is done by the chef because they are being trained on the software and each is uh, with their previous experience hmm. so so you you hired these the, the second staff did did you have to hire the second person also right in the beginning uh, once you because the chef you had to hire the chef right in the beginning when you know to even the setup right. but uh, when did you have to right. hire the uh, the other the your, the assistant the helper yeah. yeah so we waited for a period of uh, 15 20 days just to you know gradually get the response because it was the start so if our chef was supposed to be loaded with n number of people we thought that okay we'll start hiring We'll start putting up the requirements of the franchisee, and we will have another staff. But fortunately, uh, within a week itself, we did come across uh, three to four candidates who were ready to 
uh, work as the assistant chef or kitchen helpers. So by the tenth day, we already hired the second staff as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So within a couple of weeks, you were like up and running because you had from from right from you know designing and everything, like you yeah. uh, setting up the furniture and opening the business. Was that a period yeah. of like ten fifteen days? Uh, it it took us almost a month. Uh, the deal was finalized in the month of September. Uh, September ending. and myself and my partner we decided that okay uh, november 30th will be our last because we needed to focus on this business at least for a period of say 6 months to a year so that uh, we also can set up our our own client base so in the near future even if we, we are not around uh, still people will come around and know our cafe and uh, you know we have people who can Trustworthy people who can still manage the manage and run the cafe when we are not around. So we took the decision. So November thirtieth was our last uh, with the corporate, and we took a break of uh, one year. So what we did is we set up. We did the setup. Uh, we started, you know, um, forming the client base. Uh, we had different people coming into our restaurant, and we uh, had different kinds of vendors as well who gave their contacts. we also started building the vendor data so it gave us a good opportunity this break of one year and fully focusing on the business gave us a good opportunity uh, to know this line of business because working in and out in it only give you a good kind of experience you know and the know how how this business is run uh, with different different yeah. people different vendors coming in what kind of rates what what is the current market rate for different kind of products where do we where will we find the wholesale rate you know who can give us a better opportunity of credit periods etc etc yeah mm-hmm. so between you and your partner uh, how do you divide the work what the, and the responsibilities uh, usually it's not uh, it's not a planned division of but uh, what we do is if there is a load if there is a workload so we usually both are available and, and we take care of uh, even delivering to nearest locations uh, if he is available then he will do that thing if i am available i'll be doing that thing managing the cash collection you know um, billing uh, the customer service part the rest are all taken by the taken care by the staff and the kitchen helper so it's a minimal uh, Effort that is required by both of us, but only the customer service and billing and customer like service customer management data that we take care of. Got it. Got it. So you you and your partner started. Uh, you know, you quit your job and you jumped into it full time, right? Um, so at this point. It, uh, on the family side uh, what was your uh, status at that time were you married already by this time yes yes i am yeah. 48 years so uh, i'm married <laughs> and had a lot of uh, responsibilities <laughs> housing loan emis but you know i would yeah. say my parents when i when i took this decision uh, that you know i you know i came came home and you know 
had a good long discussion with my parents my wife all of them supported me they said that you already have a liking for food right so any which is you are you are always bragging that you need to start something you need to start something so it's a good opportunity at least uh, just look at look at uh, from the point of view that you are going to learn something new and it will be a completely new experience to you and even if you even if you like uh, not so successful in it any case you are a graduate so you will find job anywhere so you know they supported me uh, emotionally and not financially because i was financially very sound at that point so mm. you know i had a lot of support from my, from my wife as well she is the pillar i would say in this thing yeah but on the on the financial side like you you still had to pay your emis you still had to you know uh, pay your bills right run the family right. and um, once you quit your job you stop getting the income so how yeah. did you uh, do that i'm asking this because usually like you know uh, for the listeners who are you know working in a in a corporate job right this is their biggest question that if i quit my job i'm not going to get my salary okay and how am i going to run the next month's expenses how did you exactly. manage that so what i did was for right from the year 2017 to 20 2018 to 2021 i already had savings and i already planned that okay i'll keep x amount say for the period of 2 years that i will not touch and this will be for my housing only so i kept it aside anyway so that was not a part of my funding into my venture mm-hmm. so very simple thing that uh, when you when you have a planning uh, when you have a proper plan in place you just keep the set the fund aside funds aside for emergencies and this kind of situation it won't it won't bother you got it got it so right from uh two three years ago you started already three four years ago you started putting aside yep. money to, uh, to to be enough for you to sustain got it and did yep. that also help like it, the, uh, that that reserve that you had kept uh, also helped you in your regular expenses because you have your daily expenses as such as as a family yep. and you have the emis yep. and everything so it, you, you could you were able to pay that um what about your partner uh the biggest advantage on his part was he is unmarried <laughs> and he does he does not have an housing <laughs> he doesn't have any housing so it was an advantage for him anyway and yep he did the same thing he kept aside certain funds uh, with regards to funding this uh, venture and we mutually agreed on it mm-hmm. and we already knew that what kind of you know what was the limit that we could expend uh, we we just marked certain points you know we used to communicate every now and then that aje funds side mein rakh diya kya acha hai na maine hai na tar pass kar kya hua kuch hai kya theek hai chal itna side mein rakh diya we used to discuss these things as well in person when we meet hmm So you used to discuss that you know just check on each other that yes you have kept aside funds every uh, every month yeah. and uh, you yeah. also you know uh, just checking uh, making sure that the the reserve is growing 
to be big enough to for, for you to start was that yes. a trigger yes. point somewhere that you know like once you have x amount saved you will quit your job and you can start uh, because yes. you had this idea okay and you looks right. like you set a specific amount in mind like a goal in mind that you want to you know save this much amount and then you can start your business yes uh, when we started you know looking out for franchises uh 2019 2019 2020 we already knew that any franchise doesn't come below 8 to 10 lakh of franchise so we knew that at least to start with something with the entire setup uh, the deposit uh, the shop rent at least for a period of say 5 to 6 months we needed to keep an x amount aside so we planned it that way I mean, like We, for example, I would say we planned it for at least like okay, by uh, with our savings, let's keep five lakh aside. That that should be able to you know we should be able to run the show at least for a period of six months. And did you uh, did you have to other than your savings? Did you have to take any loan to st- uh, start no. the business? No. Okay. No. Great. Uh, see, uh, what the the biggest advantage was uh, when I, you know, I told you I was with Indian Post for a period of more than six and a half years, right? Sir, you were with. So I had E Clinical Works. E Clinical uh, Works. When I worked, yeah, uh, the healthcare IT company, I worked more than six and a half years in it. So yeah. ultimately, I I was eligible for gratuity, right? So that amount was already set aside. Yeah, you had your savings, and then when you quit your job, you also had your uh, the the full and final settlement, the the graduate exactly. that comes that exactly. came as a lump sum amount, so you could uh, lump sum amount. And that those that thing kept you know uh, you know kept me on toes for my personal expenses as well. I mean, like we didn't need to borrow from somewhere till date. Knock on wood. Touch wood. Touch wood for that. Uh, so, when you started, one of the uh, initial things that you need to do as a restaurant is to create your menu and uh, you know yep. add, uh, decide your pricing, right? right. So, right. talk us talk us through that process. Like, how did you decide? Like, how do you create a menu? You're starting a restaurant. You didn't have anything before. Right. How did you create the uh, menu? How did you, uh, you know, set up the price? Decide the price for each of those items on the menu. Uh, so when we uh, finalized our deal with the franchisee, so we, uh, you know, went to one of their outlets that is nearby uh, their office itself, which is based out of Navi Mumbai, Harder. So we just visited the, their outlet, one of their outlets. Uh, we went through their, we you know, glanced through their menu, what all items they have, and uh, you know which item requires specific skill set. For example, if you can have Indian tandoor or Chinese, for example, or continental. So these cannot be clubbed uh, having one chef in place because these are different expertises, right? This, this also comes in handy when you plan to have a chef. So these these are three different, uh, completely different areas of expertise. 
if you have if you want to keep these three things in one restaurant you need to have different staff having these activities indian can and can only work on the indian part continental chef can for only work on the continental part the tandoor you know you can manage only the tandoor part so we didn't want that we wanted fast foods which can be managed by you know one chef having expertise in all for example sandwiches pizza burgers wrap fries uh, or even the starters for example wings soup kebab whatever it is etc etc so we glanced through the entire uh, menu of the cafe uh, we talked to the owner like how did he set up you know uh, like how did he you know uh, get to know that these items can be kept or these items are e- will be easily available uh, because we shouldn't be running out of stock every now and then so menu pricing uh, it is usually based on you know what price you procure raw materials so just you know deciding the margin what percentage of margin you need uh, the menu pricing is fixed up usually got it did zippy feed have a say in that because you uh, of what kind of pricing you should set or did they have a yep. standard set of uh, menu Yes, yes, they did have their own SOPs and the menu uh, items on their part as well, and they provided us with the menu items, and they also gave us a free hand of adding uh, menu items as well as per our our own choice. And when 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 we went through their menu items and described, we also decided that uh, you know, some things can be tweaked in the menu items or some pricing can be tweaked. because based on the different area for example say navi mumbai is completely different areas like uh, you cannot have the same menu item when you come into the suburb like dombili cannot fix dombili cannot digest that pricing so yeah. menu items and pricing does change yeah so you modified the pricing according to your market but they had yes. a, an initial like a you had a template to work with in the beginning from cpt yep yep got it got it and how did you start like marketing so at the initial point of time we used social media as a platform uh, for example we created our own page on instagram uh, facebook and we started you know highlighting with small videos uh, rs cafe pictures on it and we started publishing it on our own uh, page and we also uh, use whatsapp as a medium uh, with different different groups to just circulate the fact that we are now open and we are up and running and also like the usual practice of or uh, you can say very indian practice of distributing pamphlets via uh, newspapers and having it handed over to the people in the nearby vicinity So we did that as a common marketing tactic. Mm. Got it. Cool. So now, I mean, it's been over a year now, right? That you uh, that you're running the business. Yes. Right. Yes. And, yes. And uh, so, in general, how is it going? Uh, see, usually I get a lot of comments uh, from relatives, from my brother, or anyone that how is it running? Is it profitable? Like, are you burning cash? So what next? What I feel is for any business, you know, if people are lucky, their business will get set, settled by within six months or a year. 
but you need to wait you need to have patience to start seeing the profitability if you they have patience that you if you need your business to be established you need need to be at the same place for n number of years for example if i change if i keep keep on changing locations due to you know uh, the lower sales volume or slack period it won't work for me because my i need to build a customer base right you need to have people coming in and around for example if you might have seen uh, dwarka is in the same place for the last 50 dwarka hotel is in the same place for the last Years. Yeah, you never thought you might have even struggled during the initial phase, phase of say one or two years. You might have still struggled to get the customers in. So, you know, profitability should not be the only option that you always look on when you start any business. If you start with the view of earning profit at the very start, what I believe is you lose. You start losing your focus on customer service. You will never serve. You will never have a good customer service because you will. Uh, you know start compromising on the quality part you start compromising on the pricing part you need to have customers in first the customer first approach should always be yeah customer first approach i think that's uh, that's a very key point there kaushik yeah. when now when you look back uh, when you compare your uh, earlier life as an employee when you know before starting the business you know, when you were in the corporate world versus your life now as an entrepreneur right as a business owner what is it that you love the most being a business owner wow i mean taking the accountability or becoming the phase of your business or becoming the phase of your work is what i love most because people recognize you and even when you're not around they ask you know uh, like they usually compliment that oh, wow you completed one year in this business that's very fond of and even my franchisee you know personally did a video call and they called me up and said that uh, you know we are looking to like franchisee partners like you because no one uh, you know has ever Uh, got an opportunity to one to start a business at a very uh, lower franchise cost, and second thing is people usually forget uh, where they started. I'm like they don't don't keep that much amount of relationship with the franchise, except franchise owner. But we have kept a very cordial relationship with the franchise, and they usually have a mutual respect for us. So they are there to support us every now and then, even when I'm not around. They usually, you know. Uh, drop in uh, to our cafe and ask for certain, you know, assistance or even they co- contact us to know like where can we get this vendor contact. So when you become the face of your business, it is when you feel elevated. Yeah, yeah. If we look back now, right, uh, knowing what you know now, learning what you have learned now in the last one year. from the time you decided to let, let's take go back in time when you were looking for franchises okay right. you're looking for options from there until now right looking at all these learnings if you were to advise someone who is at that point okay 
are there any learnings any mistakes that you did that you would like to advise other people to avoid those kind of mistakes yes uh, definitely uh, one usually that uh, i usually advise you know people uh, different people come to walk into our cafe uh, because our franchisee what he does is he gives our reference as to go and talk to these people because they have been this area for more than one year now with us for more than a year so we can talk to them and get some advice you know where to so i usually give an advice where just have financial planning in place first okay if you are about to start it full time have a proper financial planning in place have adequate funds to at least support yourself for a period of one year if not have one trustworthy person who you can easily rely on and run this thing when you are not alone that these are two things i usually advise and second thing is never ever and ever in this line of business compromise on the quality because once you start one customer is lost you will take take away you know 20 other customers so customer service and not compromising on quality is the utmost important thing that's an interesting point you brought up now kashik there you know when when we have uh, in a business there are all, there are always these kind of incidents right when customer comes in and there are complaints right any particular yep. incident that comes to your mind that you know when you had a difficult customer who could who came and complained about the food yes yes usually in this kind of business happens uh, because Uh, we come across many customers who are uh, different uh, taste buds who have different taste buds right so for example if a customer walks in and he has never tasted any continental food uh, any starter or anything so he might find a bit difficult you know to accompany to uh, you know customize to this kind of taste of continental food तो ही माइट कंप्लेन दैट इज नॉट थोड़ा ये कम है वो थोड़ा बराबर नहीं लग रहा थोड़ा पका हुआ नहीं लग रहा सो वी नीड टू मैनेज इट अकॉर्डिंगली यू नो गिव हिम सम यू नो गिव हिम द फर्स्ट इज द रेसिपी लाइक व्हाट इज दिस फूड सो आई लाइक वी टेल हिम दैट ओके हिम और अदर दैट आई डोंट नो whether यू हैव टेस्टेड दिस फूड प्रीवियसली और नॉट बट दिस इज हाउ इट इज मेड बट इफ यू स्टिल फील दैट इसमें थोड़ा कमी है एक काम करते हैं आप दूसरा डिश ले लो वी विल जस्ट ईट इट cannot be like uh, you know nahi nahi ye hamara barabari hai aapke shayad mein you cannot i mean like not only this business you cannot just you know keep defending yourself you need to have that customer service in mind and for the right service yeah yeah so kaushik from uh, you know from from the young boy who started as a clerk Uh, at the uh, at the ca firm to uh, the the business owner that you are now when you look back at this journey right um, who would you like to give credit to for your success family members uh, especially my wife uh, because she was the pillar in this i mean for example if i say there is there was a situation that i couldn't have managed my expenses during that period of one year she was the pillar she was ready that tere ko jo karna hai kar main hu tere ko don't worry about this you know i'm still there even i could manage the other she was the 
the biggest uh, strength of my entire life right from 2014 when we were playing. she is the biggest strength of my life wow that's yeah uh, and and hats off to her for being that you know that support and the pillar uh, for you so kaushik one one final question as we uh, wrap up here so uh, can you tell us about the you know where do how do people come to zippy feeds tell us about the location and uh, tell us a bit about this is your opportunity to you know advertise <laughs> about zippy feed on okay, the podcast go ahead uh, yes. <laughs> free hand <laughs> yes uh, we are situated in dobibli east uh, a very famous location known as manpada road uh, and it's near to dominos manpada road dominos pizza right beside dominos pizza so i'll say uh, you know thankfully icon hospital there is an icon hospital right uh, near to us our first customer almost every day is icon hospital so even i'll i'll tell you a very interesting scenario where uh, there is an icon hospital and people uh, like there are number of visitors in the hospital uh, for example patients come in So when Icon Hospital started ordering from April 2022, they became so fond of our food that any patient that comes in and their relatives, when they ask that, "Are you here? Where can I get food?" They name our restaurant. Okay, Zippy Feed. Maybe you will get it. The reasonable rate will get it, and it will be a good customer for you. This is a very good feeling when someone recommends you. A very good feeling. Yeah. And we have n number of regular customers. Yeah. Yeah. and i would i personally recommend as well i have been to your cafe uh, being friends i have been there last year uh, when i visited i had i still remember i had chicken momos me and maggi we were there and we ordered a sandwich and a, and chicken momos i loved it so i would you know my personal vote as well and uh, while i was sitting there i saw the other customers coming in and i think they uh, you know it was it was great so good going kaushik i'm super proud of you and uh, yeah. looking forward to more growth uh, on of zippy feed and other Perfect. restaurants by you thank so you just so much one kaushik thing for... I would like yes here. yes uh, uh, to anyone who's an who wants to be an entrepreneur an aspiring entrepreneurs there will be a phase it's not an easy life becoming an entrepreneur there will be a phase where you will have cash flow so not get bogged down by it. keep going you will receive support somewhere like somewhere somehow you will receive support so don't get bogged down by the fact that oh no i'm not able to you know uh, run it profitably there is a cash burn okay go find a job uh, and simultaneously handle it you will succeed at one somewhere or the other at one point of time so people usually what they do is within a year time frame they need they want to see profits that's going to that's not going to happen nowadays because post pandemic people have uh, become very choosy with regards to any product any customer any service any service line any product so you need to be patient you need to have that patience absolutely patience and uh, you need to stick to it and not give up stick to it right. yeah 
Absolutely. That's fantastic advice, uh, Kaushik. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, thanks for taking our time and coming on the show. And thanks for sharing your journey and your life uh, you know, story with us. It's been a wonderful conversation. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Sachin. Thanks for providing this opportunity. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was Kaushik Ayengar. The owner of Zippy Feed Cafe at uh, Manpada Road, Dombivli. And uh, you've been listening to Be Your Own Boss.